For another episode of Keeping It Cool with Killer. Alright, y'all. We back. It's still raining. We took a little hiatus because it like iced and snowed out here. And for all my people that be listening in Africa and all around the world, whenever it ices and snows here in Texas, we don't do nothing. And for all you like fools, it's like, I'm from Michigan. This is nothing. Like, hey, I'm going to just be the first one to tell you we don't care about Michigan or any other cold climate state that you came from because that place sucks. And if it didn't suck, you wouldn't move down here. So when you down here, you need to respect the greatest state in the nation and you have to understand that we don't care if it snows for 30 feet where you're from and you put on snow boots and trek to work and punch on the computer we're not doing none of that all right so keep your little this is nothing i grew up in negative 12 degrees like congratulations my man but here under 32 degrees, we're not going to work, and that's just what we're doing. If you have a problem with that, take your weird ass back to Michigan and go up there and ice fish or whatever y'all do for fun. Uh, thank you for everyone that's out there still continuing to pray for my mom, yo. Uh, her health is up and down. We're not getting into specifics, but it's up and down. We're doing a lot of prayer, watching a lot of Christian shows on TV when we go over there. You know, that's really keeping her happy, her spirits lifted. Shout out to the legend T.D. Jakes with the real positive messages out there. We also want to give a special shout out to my sister, Alicia Payne, really out there, you know, doing the heavy lifting, taking control, watching over my mom, making sure my mom eats properly. And, you know, not sneaking Mexican food and stuff that she ain't supposed to be eating. But uh, we're going to get you back right. And my mom will be back before. Once my mom get back up to speed, we're going to have to do an episode to get her up here and talk. that would be fun. Also, shout out to my other sister, Elena, just because. Because if I shout out one sister and not the other, it's probably going to be beef. Uh, we might as well shout out my dad while we at it just to make sure all bases is covered. You know, uh, you know, we just want to do that there. My griefs this week, shout out to you, Passport Bros. Some of y'all was upset about my rant on the last episode, but I don't care. You're still a weirdo going out there taking $30, having sex with people who can't speak English. That's kind of weird, fam. Like, I don't know what you got going on, what you got doing, but like, if you mad at me, continue to stay mad at me. My beef this week is with fast food restaurants always putting cheese on your burger. Like, that's one of my pet peeves, bro. Uh... I just don't understand why we as a society just automatically assume everybody wants cheese on a burger. And I know for some of y'all, that's like that's such a trivial thing. But I just think it's kind of honorary just to assume that I want cheese on my shit. And then when I put no cheese and you put cheese on my burger, I think that's you calling for the fade. So like when I get upset and I ask you to just politely step outside of the window, run the fade real quick, let's just do it, get it done. You know what I'm saying? You can go back to filling up cups of ice and I get my ready-made burger and we go on. We need to stop these type of things. I think that's gonna sum up my griefs this week. I'm pretty sure I might have one more. Hmm. Hmm. Now, for the most part, y'all was keeping it kind of cool. The Grammys just passed. you know, all of us who like care about music, we know like the Grammys, it's the Grammys. For those of you who are upset that Beyonce didn't win awards that were clearly earmarked for her, 
welcome to the earth, welcome to Grammys. That's just kind of what they do. Shout out to the country singer that won. She was just as surprised as the rest of us, but you know, you know, she held it down for her culture, her scene. We want to uplift that queen. She had a she had a slap. Her people pulled through. And she beat everybody. That's kind of a swag move, you know. <laughs> so shout out to my girl, Miss Jen, on there being a super fan for Kendrick Lamar. She's been honestly a fan since day one on there, repping for Kendrick. He done held it down to my girl, Dallas's own. She was up on the Grammy stage holding it down, making us real proud. So we love you. And I, oh, real quick tangent. This is for my man, Myron, a.k.a. My Nice. I need you to get a real cell phone. You're going to listen to this podcast, and I've been trying to get you on the podcast, but you got this weird Google phone that I can't call you, and when I do call you, you have a voicemail in Spanish. You not Spanish. You black as fuck. So get you a real phone, bro, because I'm trying to get you up on here, and you talking about Buenas Tardes. You don't even have an accent, bro. This is just crazy. So I know you're going to listen to this, and I want everybody to... Tweet and tag this fool on some like, yo, get a real phone because then you calling me and it's acting like it's calling from the jailhouse talking about Google phone, whatever you got going on. It's 2023, fam. And if we need to start a GoFundMe to get you the little prepaid phone from Walgreens so you can talk for 10 minutes, then let's just do that. But enough is enough. I'm sick of you. So answer the phone. Now that we got that out the way, I got a special guest here. This is my second guest with the blue check on Instagram. <laughs> oh, shout out to the queen, Callie. She's here. Uh, she's holding up a streak of not arguing with people on Facebook. So we appreciate the listeners putting her up in prayer, wrapping her in prayer, because I know it's been really difficult for her these past couple of weeks. I'm sure there's something going on out there that she has to interject her opinion. Uh it's been shit going on here in the deep Ellum scene, but Callie's been staying strong, biting her tongue. She probably doesn't have a tongue because she's bit it so hard, but we just want to, you know, really congratulate and appreciate Callie for doing that. <laughs> you know, she's also like the queen of the podcast. She does all the non-fun stuff. We want to shout out, you know, she does all the editing. And so if there's like weird shit going on, tag Callie, <laughs> you know, tag her. And, uh, you know, maybe she'll argue with you, <laughs> but don't bring that to me. Anyway, back to my guest. This is my second guest with the blue check on Instagram. My first one was Ish. He kind of don't count, though, but like, I guess he does count. So you're my first, I guess, woman guest with the blue check. Instagram be real tight because like I've tried to apply for a verification. Y'all have denied me like mad times. I don't understand the verification process. Uh, I was on a real website with the article. I feel like I should be verified so I can, you know, DM certain people and it gets seen. But anyway, this is my girl here. She's done went through three name changes since <laughs> I've known her. Uh, she done colored her eyebrows now. She They, they don't exist anymore. Uh, she started out here in Dallas. I think we're not really sure where she came from. Uh she went out to L.A. She was one of those crop of people who thought like L.A. was like the golden yellow brick road in the promised land and was always like L.A., L.A. And if y'all know me, I hate L.A. because L.A. is dirty and there's mad dirt and grossness 
and like homeless people. Y'all need to clean that dirty ass city up and move to Texas. No, actually stay out there. But uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna slander L.A. every time, mm-hmm. especially because a dude tried to jump me on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for wearing red sleeves. Like how I get banged on looking at the star of Michael Jackson. So, L.A., y'all need to get it together out there. You know, I have my <laughs> lily white spouse with me you know we holding hands <laughs> skipping down the hollywood walk of fame and some fools like yo where you from cuz and i'm just like first of all i like the seas i'm on y'all side <laughs> you should have asked me that first but <laughs> you just gonna press me i just had red sleeves on bro we don't do that down here and it's it, anyway so my girl went to la she did that thing she was like rebranding herself and then she did some like work with actually like the homeless community, right? Yeah, she was doing like real Mother Teresa type of work out there. I get on YouTube one time, she's featured on the soft white underbelly page. I thought I was tripping. I was like, yo, wait, I know her. If you don't know that page, it's this random white man running around interviewing the strangest people ever. <laughs> you will lose like six hours of your life because this dude interviews pimps, gangsters. Hold on real quick We got an interruption We live on air Ishmael Ishmael You live on air I'm on the podcast right now And I was just telling people how I have a second person With the blue check on on air Say what up (laughs) What up what up Yo what you want Uh, I'm on my BMW shitting out on me (laughs) Ah damn you see when you don't pay tithes to the german gods you have to pay all right but let me go because i have a blue verified check here so i'm important man i'm trying to get into the club all right hit me later peace yeah that's what we do here on keeping it cool with killer man i'm a, I'm a high demand in the streets phone stay buzzing only when i'm doing something or only when i'm sitting around with my lady that's the only time y'all ever call me so Oh, so my girl was on Soft White Underbelly, and this is we're gonna get into her backstory, but this is how I know her. Then she moved over to Nashville and became like super country. This is Killer's version of her life story. And then she went over to Nashville and goddamn it made something of herself. Next thing I know, she in People magazine. She on the Grammy singing, everybody's enjoying her. She going on tour. And my girl is now she on TikTok. She's going viral on there, combating the evil racists and conservatives. <laughs> and she's sitting down with politicians. They talking about gerrymandering and all type of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she talking about gerrymandering and what they got going on out there in Tennessee. You know, so she's real involved. And we just really proud of her. For those of you who don't know who this is by now, if you didn't read the title, it is Lou Ridley. (sighs) Say hello. Hey. All right. I have to tell this story on wax. And this is the story of how we met. (laughs) I have to tell this story. So when my daughter grows up to listen to this, and if you have kids, I want them to know what they mama was doing. Callie, what are you doing right now? Check out. All right. Callie want to be on the podcast so bad, but uh, no. Nah. <laughs> okay, so I met a young Lou Ridley who went by a different name. Are we allowed to say your real name or no? I don't care. Okay. Everyone in Dallas knows who it is. I mean, hey man, I don't know. So no. at the time, she went by the she was going by her name Monica Ashley. Mm. I'm a young at this time. I was going by the name Killer MC. We'll get into that on another podcast. But I'm sitting on Facebook one night, typing away. 
looking for women, looking for the baddies on Facebook. And all of a sudden, I get a message from this girl who has a profile picture with her leg kicked over. She was nice and tan. She had long hair. I was like, hey, yo. So she was like, yo, I heard you got a studio. I'm looking for a place to record. Now, I had a mic in the closet next to like my shirts and sweaters. <laughs> and the homies would come over. We would kick raps. A lot of history was made in this closet. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I do a little bit. You know, I, I learned a little bit to record. You know, what you got? What you trying to do? She sends me a link. I click this link. It's a song that to this day I hold dear to my heart. <laughs> Why? No, 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 no. The people. First of all, this is probably in Donovan's top 20 songs of all time. No gas. No gas. I love it. I listened to this song this morning and got emotional. But it was called Save Me. I'm listening to it. And, you know, the beat comes on. And then she's like, some people got to find out the hard way. And she had, like, the joints going on with her voice. And I'm like, hey, yo. I don't have the capability to record this person in my closet. So I hit her and I'm like, yo, you need like a real studio. Like, I mean, the save me, there was like instrumentation, there was backgrounds, there was like all type of singing on there. And up until then, me and the homie was just running around talking shit on the mic. So somehow or another, the conversation, she invited me to come hang out. She lived into the apartments. They were across the way in Denton. Back then, these apartments were kind of like upper class college level apartments. You know, your parents had money. They just built those. So, like, uh, yeah, that was kind of like the Mecca. They had like beach volleyball over there. I'm just painting the environment. You know, women were laying out tanning. Dudes was having their shirts off. They was having a grand old time. Anyway, I go over to her apartment. It's nighttime. It's not too late because she's a classy woman, but it is nighttime. I go over there. The door opens. Another woman answers the door. She has on some type of like night lacy slip dress. And I'm like, oh, what's good? And she's like, hi. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for Monica. And she's like, oh, she's over there. And, you know, me being a young lad, seeing this type of woman in this gear, I'm just like, yo, you just going to open the door like this? I'm really kind of, I'm intrigued per se. In comes Monica. If you don't know Monica, Monica is a force. When she walks into a room, there's just like a force of energy. She's a very big presence. And she's coming in and she's like talking a mile a minute. I can't really keep up with her. But she's like, yeah, come in here. And she's talking to me, talking to me, talking to me. And then she proceeds to drop her pants and use the bathroom. But doesn't shut the door. And his talk didn't break eye contact, didn't break sentence, didn't break pee stream, just going. Like, and I'm just sitting here like, hey, you, like, you don't want to shut the door. And you're like, nah, it's all good. Like, blah, 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 blah. You're talking about God knows what. <laughs> and like, now I'm kind of concerned because I'm like, I don't know what they got going on this apartment. They got the homegirl in the lace <laughs> joint. You over here just like with the door open. So I'm kind of like concerned. <laughs> so then you're like, hey, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and you're like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, I ain't really tripping. You know, I'm not, it was whatever. Because like, you're in college, movies, okay. You know, like you never watch a movie. But I don't know what type of vibe we on right now because I'm still kind of shook from her just open door peeing. <laughs> in the black world, that's not a thing. 
you know, my daughter is two years old and we have to shut the door when she's using the potty. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, she picks out this movie and I'll never forget this movie because I've never watched it again. Never wanted to. And it was called The Human Centipede. And it's about this weird scientist who cons these poor college people or whatever and he ties them up and stitches them up ass to mouth and makes them walk around like a centipede and it's supposed to be some type of horror gruesome type of movie and i'm like at the time it was like one of those it movies like oh my god have you seen human centipede or whatever and i'm like she's she's like i want to watch that have you heard about this and i'm like i ain't really trying to watch the human centipede you know like i'm i'm really good on that and you're like no we're gonna watch it so we watching the movie and like y'all she really watching this movie and so that's when you know there's a as a dude there's a threshold you kind of realize like are we really watching the movie or like are we like about to watch the movie but like nah she was like in tune glued to the movie like so i'm like well none of that's going down tonight then all of a sudden she swings her feet onto my lap and i'm just kind of like well what's going on here and you're like hey can you rub my feet mind you i've only known this woman for probably now 40 minutes and i'm a foot person for sure but like i just wasn't rubbing anybody's feet especially after 40 minutes of meeting them so i'm like nah i'm not gonna rub your feet y'all she gets super tight she's just like what do you mean you're not going to rub my feet? And I'm like, I mean, I'm just not going to rub your feet. So then she swings her legs back down. I can see she's like really annoyed. So we watch the movie. Five more minutes go by. The scientist man's doing like heinous shit to these poor people. And she just turns out of nowhere like, so you really not going to rub my feet? And I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to rub your feet. And I'm in racking my brain at this point. Like, yo, can I text somebody to get me up out of here? Like, what do, what do I need to do? Because, like, shit's going super left right now. Like, she's trying to get me to rub her feet. Like, it's weird. I'm watching this weird-ass movie. Like, <laughs> I got to get up out of here. <laughs> so then she was like, can you rub my back? But if you know Monica, it was at her time this phrase, which became a phrase of our friendship, was can you tickle my back? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just not going to, like, do that, fam. Like, we just, <laughs> like, like, nah. So she was just like, fine. We finished this movie. Uh, I, to this day, I couldn't tell you what this movie was about. It was really weird. It should be taken off shelves. Or hopefully it's not available on the stream. It wasn't a good movie. Like, the man was force feeding these people. And they had to, like, poop into the other person's mouth. And it was like, who wants to watch that on a first encounter? Monica does. So... I ended up leaving this apartment thinking, I'll never see this person again. <laughs> like, like, this is going to be like, if I get out of here, I'm, I'm like never coming back. And for now, fast forward almost 10 years, probably even longer, we're still friends somehow. I don't understand. Uh, I would come over to Monica's house and kick it. Uh, she would sing around the house. She would talk to me about her dating escapades. Uh, I was somehow became like a pseudo therapist for her. Mm -hmm. She was always telling me about escapades and just like her kicking it and what she had going on. We hung out. Uh, I got into a debate with my photographer friend. I don't know if you remember this. I was telling him how like taking pictures and photography was like easy. That shit ain't no skill. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, 
nah, if you think you so badass, like you can use my equipment and you can do it. So I'm like, cool, I'm gonna start killer photography, right? <laughs> so, all right, so we go. This is how Monica used to play you too. So we go look for gear. Monica was like, oh, I don't have any clothes to wear. Monica used to have a mad, like, huge closet full of, like, Texas weirdo shit. So <laughs> we go to, like, thrift because, like, we used to really do that. And she made me buy her, like, mad shit for this shoot. Did I really? Yeah. I yeah. You had me wear, you bought some, like, screened t-shirt, but then you needed jeans. Wait, was it red? Yep. I still have it. Yeah, hopefully, because I didn't want to buy <laughs> You made me buy jean shorts, and you made me buy this belt. And then uh, you were, like, my first test subject for this shoot. Wait, I have, like, this faint memory woven, like it was a woven belt. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't yeah. Even. Yeah. You made me buy it. And then so uh, you were like, yeah, I can't shoot without something new to wear. So I, we go buy this stuff. We set up at my man's shot. Mm -hmm. And I take some pictures. Mm -hmm. They're probably on my old computer. We don't need to go. Oh, we're going to find them. That might actually be the episode cover no, of Killer Photography. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. Uh, Monica also... I'm just getting out all my like trauma yeah, from early know. Monica. Just so we're clear though, I did send them money for the baby that I think covered the thrifting shoe. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Mate. So there's another one. I don't know if you remember this IHOP episode. No. You and your friend, uh -huh. y'all woke up with this ploy to get two suckers to take y'all to IHOP one morning. <laughs> I was sucker one. <laughs> and another football player was sucker number two. I don't, he was, he was her dude. Like I was yours and he was hers. And we thought we were hanging out, having a good time. And lo and behold, we were footing the bill of y'all ordering mad shit at IHOP. <laughs> and like, I remember me and him looking at each other like, yo, we just got played. Like we really got finessed and we're still friends here. Um, I'm sending some money for IHOP. I mean, I, I, I survived. You know, I survived. But you know, these are some of my like favorite like memories of you. And Not I horrible. none. Well, these need to be on wax. So okay. if we have children, if you have children, when, when you have children, I don't know because women need. Okay, so when you have children, they need to know that their mom mm -hmm. made people watch Human Centipede <laughs> and got mad when they didn't want to rub her feet or tickle her back. You know what's so funny is I still like it a little disappointed when someone doesn't want to tickle my back. That's weird. You should you should hold that. That's like date three or four, not forty well, minutes. Not, I mean, I'm dating differently now, but mm. yeah. Well, well, I wasn't dating back then. No, no. We were. I don't know. We weren't doing anything. Yeah. Oh, I do have to tell you. This is how I knew you was like my homie. <laughs> so we, I was dating this. Uh, white rap chick who was like extremely uh she was hell-bent on proving that me and you had a we were like a fling i remember her very like yeah just because you never met her like y'all never existed yeah so every time like you would like a picture or like tweet me she would come up with this master plan and sometimes when you would tweet just like regular she thought those were like subtweet codes to me like she had this whole shit going on right so one night 
we into it. She just swears like, you've been messing with Monica. I know you have blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, look, man, here's her number. You can call her. I remember this. So then she was shook because all my fellas out there, that's a real G move right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially if you know you ain't messing around. You just be like, hey, call her. <laughs> I ain't worried. You know, so... I'm like, yo, that's her number right there. And she's like, I'm going to call her. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead. In my brain, I'm like, yo, Monica's probably going to be like, what the fuck is Donovan got going on right now? Like, why are y'all calling me with this? So she calls her. Eventually, they have like some like woman to woman talk or whatever. Monica, like a G, was like, I ain't messing with your man. We ain't got nothing going on. If you feel like that, then you need to figure out you need to leave him and move on. Like, girl, we ain't on that no more. Made her look real silly made me look real G and then but even then that didn't work she was probably like she just loves you so much that she just covered for you <laughs> and I'm like I've never had that type of woman that would just like lie and rob a bank for me I always had like very non type of those and psychopaths is who I've been with except until now shout out to the Queen Kelly mm -hmm. Queen Kitty damn Kelly but uh that was a real G moment right there that I really appreciate you holding it down in that moment because like uh, it caused a lot of grief in that household at the time. Anyway, we're going to jump into like redemption stories. Could I appreciate Yeah, I mean, but you held it down for I sure. Think, I, think you I, know? Like, I don't remember talking to her, but I remember this. Yeah, I mean, it. you cause a lot of grief in our relationship for someone who you never met her. No, and we never, we have never hooked up. So I don't know. Yeah, that's on wax. We have never, never hooked up. Never, never. So, yeah, Jenny, you can fucking calm down. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I have like a brief like um, photo of her, what she looks like in my head, but it could be wrong. So no, nah, I mean she ain't listening to this. So <laughs> if she is, Jenny, I don't appreciate you still following all my old friends and blocking me. Mm -hmm. You weirdo, fucking unblock me. Let's be cool. You know what I'm saying? But like you, the one that did the weird shit and stopped rapping and disappeared, and now you're a farmer. Yeah, I know what you up to. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, <laughs> Nah, just keep tabs on all the ops. You know? So, yeah, anyway, Blue Ridley is what your name is now. Mm -hmm. You went from Monica Ashley. Yeah. Then you were gray. That's just an interim period. I wasn't ever really gray. But yes. All right. It wasn't like dot JPEG too, wasn't that the name? I made it. Like, I just made it up. Oh, okay. So... But you had a joint during your gray era that I liked, and then you deleted it. Oh, yeah, because she died. Well, send it to me. Send me that little project where you had I'll the picture. SoundCloud is where everything is. Okay, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to find it. I'm just going to put it in my mouth. Yeah, that's that's what you need. Yes, yes. So, mm -hmm. now you're Lou Ridley. I am. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you get Lou Ridley from? I don't know. I've like woke up out of a dream and then I had it and I quit music for a while because of everything that happened in my family. Mm. And when I got back into music, I didn't want to come back the same because so much had happened to me and I was a lot different as it would be. Mm. So I woke up out of a dream and that was my name and now it's my name. I thought it was going to be something different. Callie, are we cool? You're making me nervous. Yeah. yeah uh you can hear her though, right? I can hear her fine. Okay, cool. It's just not really sh registering. I don't know why yeah. yours is like super booming. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure it is. Like, is I just, turned up do we need to take a oh, break? His input's uh, higher than mine. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, that your red mic cord. Is this one? Sorry. Yeah, just twisted a little. Twisted, twisted. Hello, hello, hello. Is that 
Did you hear her just fine? I mean, she's Hello? she's mad loud in my ear. Okay. Okay. Well, turn it down. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, turn it back. I mean... I, I was just watching it register, and it's just... It's, it's your... Low. Yeah, but I think it should be fine. I just I mean she sounds great in my ear. This is behind the fourth wall out there, listeners. We out here yeah. live on air. That's what we doing on keeping it cool with Killer. Yeah, yours does pick up a lot better than mine. I mean, when I'm talking it's barely I think it's just because the, the streams are combined so that mm -hmm. it doesn't do the stereo thing. Look, we gonna we gonna send I'll project more. I mean you you can sit back a little bit. You got a oh, big she, voice. She, she wants me to be honest. Look, we're gonna send Callie to fucking podcast engineer school. And She's honestly doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love Callie here at Keeping It Cool with Killer. We don't have a podcast without Callie. So all y'all other ones out there, get you a Callie. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart there. All right. Okay. So we're back to Lou Ridley. Right. Why go by that name instead of Monica? You just wanted to shed all that? Yeah, I think um, who I was before a lot of my trauma happened was just different. I was like a completely different person. And I was like, if I'm going to get back into this shit, I want to shed the dead weight. And I had had a lot of weird experiences, as everyone does in music. But like, I just wanted to cut my ties with who I was when I started. Mm. And I was probably in some contracts that I technically was still in. <laughs> so I was like, well, fuck it. Can't get Lou Ridley because he didn't know who she was. Yeah, we free, baby. <laughs> ah. It's like a chapter 13. Okay, so like, you're really good at rebranding. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> take me into this process because you do it and then you do it like, and you almost like, it's on us to be like, yo, has she been Lou Ridley the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> because like you delete pictures, music, mm -hmm. tweets, well, and then just you. Just so you know, every artist you love has at least ten years of a different artist name under their belt, like Frank Ocean, Anderson Pock. They all do. I mean, yeah, but like I don't know them. I know right. no, you. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying it's common. In the so then, like with you. I've known you this whole time, and then all of a sudden an article comes out, and it's like, you from Houston, and Houston artists. I, okay. <laughs> and I, me, knowing you, I wanted to be like, that is false. It's not false. I was born in Houston, and my publicist at the time, when she sent the, um, what is it called, a press release out, mm -hmm. she had just met me. So she, I told her my story and she typed it up and we didn't check it before it went out. Mm. So she typed up that I was from Houston and because I spent all my family still in Houston and I was born there and mm. my ex's family was there and I still go there frequently. I was like, whatever, it is what it is. Dallas doesn't claim me. Anymore, yeah, so. because you ain't claiming us. <laughs> and I'm sitting here on the- I talk about South Lake all the time now. Yeah, South Lake, man, yeah, fuck them. I'm but like, horrible, but I'm sure. Uh, yeah, shout out to South Lake. Yeah. You know, hopefully y'all will get Not it together. Really. Not really. Nah, they got like a little documentary on Hulu about the teacher was messing with some of the kids up in the school. They have a lot, a lot, a lot of problems. Um, South that they had when I went there. But they got a good little football team, right? Ain't that I, them, the Dragons? When I was there, I think they were good, but I don't. Yeah, I think they still straight. Concerned with their politics. Oh damn. Silly me. I only, <laughs> only care about football. I don't care about politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. I don't know what the fuck is going on with sports. But okay. So you like rebrand. Okay. That's something I did in my journey, but I don't know if I did it as seamlessly as you. So I want to ask you like, 
when you determine you rebrand, is there some type of outline that you follow or is this something you just naturally are able to do? Because you do it really well. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't, I think that with the Lou Ridley branding, it's still, the brand evolves. Like at first mm. it was super country. Now mm -hmm. it's like darker, witch westerny, and then it's evolving more. What I typically do when I think about a body of work that I want to create is I think of like color schemes, how I want people to feel, mm -hmm. where I'm at emotionally at that time, because I know everybody wants to think that we're out of the womb, having it all figured out, but we're not. And especially as me, I've done a lot of evolving. Mm -hmm. So with each evolution, I kind of decide what I'm trying to convey. And then when I'm shooting, you know, I'm working with Beth all the time and when we're shooting, we're keeping it in line with color schemes. I have my hair girl and we pick kind of a hairstyle most of the time. Mm. And also I'm just out of my mind. So <laughs> it just, I think the combination is. That's interesting. I mean, I never really, I th the color scheme thing. That's interesting. The color scheme is really like a cheat code for branding. And mm. if you look at any artists you admire, they all have a color scheme for each body of work. And it's a way to keep like people need things to pick out as consumers where they go like, Oh yeah, that's that. Like mm. red is my color and it's been my color for now two projects and a lot of my marketing. And it's because they can pick it out and go, okay. Got you. So like, with that consistency in terms of branding, is there a conscious effort or like in the back of your mind that you could almost be typecasted as a singer? What do you mean? In terms of like people and the consumer per se, mm -hmm. they box artists into certain things and they only want artists to do a particular artist to do that thing. Right. And so like you are very... I guess uh, I was listening to one of your other podcast interviews and they called you alternative or anti-country. Yeah, yeah. Like you get that energy, that very like combative, aggressive, I would say aggressive, but very like don't take no shit energy. Right. Do you worry about in the event one day you want to make softer music, you're in love actually for real, you know, you're like. I don't know, singing about world peace and save the dolphins or whatever have you that people are. <laughs> I remember you were like really, I remember you were like really into horses at one point. Yeah, I'm still into horses. You were supposed to shoot the save me video on a white horse. Really? Yeah, that's I what you told me. That. I've always been the same person. The thread is the same. Yeah. But we still want the save me video, yeah, but we're, we're going to, we're going to get Thank that. You so much. But, uh, so like, okay. So for me, as me being the professional artist that I am, that everyone listens to and enjoys because this is my podcast and I can embellish. Um, I struggle with like, I keep it G all the time, but like sometimes I want to get vulnerable or talk about being rap about being like insecure, but I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Eh. I even to the point that like, when I've made those type of songs, it feels weird right. to me because <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. yeah. And so I ask you that, like, because you've really kind of honed in on what your current sound and feel is, is that something like, do you get uncomfortable kind of stepping out of that box per se? Um, I think that maybe like sonically, a lot of my lyrics may be more aggressive, but 
my personality has softness. It's not mm -hmm. just down the middle. So I think like people who are actual fans and who spend time on my TikTok or whatever understand that just like everybody else, I have dichotomy. So like mm. I'm blind eye to me was exceptionally vulnerable. And I wrote it while I was in that relationship with him. Mm. And that's one of my most popular songs. So I don't feel uncomfortable being vulnerable, but um, if I'm like, as a human being, I'm not very good at being vulnerable with men. I don't mind it in a song. I will make up a scenario where I love a man that I don't love to get a song written, and then I'm back to being insufferable. Because <laughs> there's always a theme, and I've listened to your music for as long as you've put it out, um, that, like, you date, and then you disappear. We don't know who this man is. We don't know what he looks like. Um... <laughs> We don't know what his problem is. And then y'all break up and you're like, new Monica, new Gray, new Lou Ridley. He was scum of the earth. He cheated on me. I gave him everything. He didn't appreciate me. Wah. And it's just like, well, damn. Yeah, huh? But like, that yeah, that's how, real, that's how the real, that's how the real G's. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Allison. I'm so sorry. But like, you know, and we're going to get to that too. But I'd be like, well, damn, homie was cool for, like, you, when you disappear for two years. Like, why we didn't get no, like, love music? I was in a relationship. My, like, that whole time I was with... Lies. You were with homeboy... I don't know who that... Say his name. Oh, well, I don't know his name. So you were with... Okay, I remember you was with... We, like, while I was still in Dallas, and then we moved to L.A. together, and the whole time we were in L.A., for the most part, we were still together. We were together, like, five-something years. I just remember he used to wear pants with his knees out. He had like, like jeans, and he had like. I was at one event. Fashion, he's a fashion guy. Yeah, is that what they call yes. him? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I just don't trust men who wear their knees out. And that's okay. You know, because yeah. real G's keep their knees covered. <laughs> you <laughs> know, have a lot of people to tell that too. Hey, man, real that's G's don't wear. Out. We don't wear sandals without socks. Especially if you don't have your feet taken care of, you a grown man. That's if you're gonna true. put your feet out there, go go get your feet taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Especially the back of your heel. Mm. There's nothing worse mm. than a man with a crusty back heel. And there's like women and children outside having I to be exposed to that. That shit's like indecency. It's, it's not right. <laughs> you know, right. especially black men. You got big ass feet, crusty ass <laughs> heels. Like you got to get it together, man. We are gods amongst men. So please make sure your skin is properly hydrated. Mm. You know, because when you out there in South Lake, they be yearning for us. <laughs> <laughs> they be yearning for us. Real quick, we're going to take a steer left. I want to shout out all my girls and queens at the Trader Joe's. You know, y'all really love your mans. When I walk through there, I get recipes. You know, Trader Joe's and white women, Central Market, white women, they fuck with killer. Super tough. You know what I'm saying? It's a very happy place for me. Um, I do love and appreciate attention from all women, most importantly, Kitty. But for whatever reason, when I'm in Central Market and Trader Joe's, the white women, y'all can't handle yourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't even have a haircut, so I'm sure, like, if I went through there without, whew, with an edge up, it's crazy. We love y'all. Anyway, back to your mans with the knees out. Yes, we were together a really long time. Okay. And we he's the off now. We don't like him no more. No, we're fine. Okay. We've, we've had conversations. Mm, had conversations. <laughs> we 
have. So I was not a good partner either because of all the trauma I was experiencing. Like I was not good to him either. He he's not actually the op, but before I went to therapy, it was a like I thought he was the op because that's how I protected myself. Mm. So would you be tight? Like say you blow up, you drop your 32 album because you know how like Adele has 19 and 21. I don't know how you're probably my age. Yeah. Okay. So you drop your 21 album and he's like, Hey, yo, I should have some royalties because that whole (laughs) album about me. (laughs) Like, well, so, um, sometimes when I do shoots in LA, if I have like something important or that I perceive to be important going on, I'll ask him if he has any designs available for me to like have a stylist pull so that I can try to incorporate some of his designs into stuff that I do. Mm. So I don't, I like, we have a fine, we have a fine French, like very mm. distant. We talk like once every six months. He's in a relationship. Mm. So out of respect, we don't. Hopefully, hopefully your knees is covered, fam. Don't be subjecting another woman. covered now. He's over that phase of his life. I'm glad we as a, a population just got away from that. Yeah. But if he comes back, I mean, as a man, I'm going to root for him because I was really happy that Adele's dude came back and collect royalties because you're just not about to slander me on Mad Album Speed. He needs the money. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, it's just a principle, though. You know, I'm really kind of tight because nobody a sing about me. Um, I'm. I wanted to ask you why you ain't wrote no songs about me. <laughs> um, I know a lot of like women artists. Y'all never asked me to be the love interest in the music video. I feel like I can real representation, real bodies. Like that's all cool until y'all try to book me. You know, um, I don't understand. Like I can give y'all like dramatic actor faces and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, so, you'll be in the next one. Then. Oh, straight up, yeah. especially because you shot the hometown video, not in the hometown. Could have had the homies waving gang signs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know? I know what a missed opportunity. Straight up, um, yeah. So I was talking about South Lake. So were we going to go to South Lake and roll? Absolutely, absolutely. We need to make a new video. Straight up. At the time, I wasn't signed though, so I had no budget. We did that for free. People, you know how much free shit this community has done for you. See, okay, if you want to spearhead this, you will number one be the emotional connection in the video and the director. If you want to redo hometown, don't you threaten me with a good I'll time. All right, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm about to start the treatment right now. <laughs> killer, as long as you don't want too much money. what's my production company? We're gonna be Killer Films. You know. <laughs> Killer films, baby. We'll just all drive up to Southlake. I mean, they love me up there, I'm sure. I'm probably I don't know. They do. It doesn't seem like they like anybody. Nah, they it's just a front, man. They be on TikTok. They they love us. They love us. Okay, let me get back to my joints here. Okay. okay boom. So you heartbroken, you sad, you mad, uh <laughs> you've been cheated on and all that. Mm-hmm. So you really have like naturally a strong women listener base mm-hmm. and support system. Uh, is getting male fans and listeners like on your agenda? Is that like, are you like, I don't care if men listen to me or men find this music appealing or if it, my music resonates to men in any bit? Is that like something? I think it's important that everybody, I mean, the goal is for everybody to like it, but yeah. I can say that when I'm creating something, I'm thinking, how will men? First, feel about this. and see, I knew you was gonna come at me like that, yeah. but like it's more so kind of like, <laughs> see, yeah, I was, when I wrote that, I'm like, she can be like, because eh, <laughs> they be 
Yo, they be fake hating men online, okay? I don't fake hate. I'm not you, Everything but like... Everything that I say is a fact. About men? Lies? No, it's okay. a fact about the men I've experienced. Oh, so I'm saying like Beyonce, right? Okay. I listen to Beyonce. Yes. I'd be like, yo, Beyonce is really speaking to my inner woman right now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's one of the few women that I'd be like, yo, I want to be a woman. You know, because she just like resonates with... Nah, just only on Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Like, because she just be... Like, to me, she's like transcended Earth in terms of a being. Mm -hmm. Is that something like you could see you doing? Like, in terms of... Yeah, I mean, that's the hope. I, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I used to be a lot angrier when I was younger because I hadn't been through therapy. (laughs) And so there was a lot of like missiles being fired that were just fired aimlessly. Whereas now, like even when I'm on TikTok or whatever, it's not all men. It's not like I try not to blanket everybody because there are a lot of men that are wonderful and valuable. And I hope that they all listen to my music. But if you're an op, then I don't know that I'm concerned. And for sure. I mean, I don't like men. Uh, so this is a safe space to slander men at all times because a lot of men be doing weirdo shit, and it's it's really hard to stand next to y'all as homeboys because what y'all do is y'all stand, daft me up, be kicking it, be cool, then y'all go on Twitter, IG, TikTok, and DM them weird shit, send pictures of your dicks to the girls. It makes it all weird and hostile, and now I have to vouch for you because you my man's. Now you're doing weird shit, so you know I just really kind of distance myself from a lot of y'all. You know, some of y'all need therapy. Some of y'all just need to stay away from me for sure. (laughs) You mentioned therapy like more than once. Mm -hmm. What would you say was the moment? Like what was something from therapy that you was like, yo, I got to carry that with me? So the way that I did therapy was I Mm -hmm. accidentally did a retreat that's like 30 (laughs) years of therapy in like a month. It was the most insane thing ever and it changed my life. And it was when I was in LA and I was dating knees out Mm. and I had started this new job and the job was like if you want we send all our employees to this thing and it's the reason we met 20 years ago and it's the reason we have such a successful business and we all get along so well and I love the environment and I wanted them to like me because I've always had weird issues with authority so I was like (laughs) please like me this fabulous gay man is my boss I'm like I want him to love me So I went not knowing what the hell I was getting myself into, but by the end of it, I worked through a lot of stuff. I think more than anything, it's my anger. Like Mm. I figured out where my anger was coming from and it was, a lot of it was directed at my dad. Mm. And so all men got it, even if they didn't deserve it, because first I was angry that he taught me to be ignorant and that he punished me when I went outside of the confines of white men. And then I got angry that he knew he had cancer and didn't do anything about it and Mm. kind of like had this long, it felt like a long drawn out suicide. So like I went from being angry about one thing to angry about another. And I'm also an Aries. So I'm like, Hey, me too. Fucking bull. So, learning not to learning to take something and not react from an angry place. And I don't really get angry as much anymore because of that, 
long therapy thing. Yeah, that's crazy. You said you're Aries. I think we just naturally mad, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I just be tight. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. But, like, I've tried, I've learned to control it, uh, per se, uh, by being cool. But, like, it's been, I, I, there's been moments in my life where I'm like, me and my man, Jeremy Biggers, we had these, we had these conversations where somebody had did some, some fuck shit to us, me and him. We was tight. We was feeding each other like, yo, fuck these motherfuckers. Like, we gon', we gon', yeah, we gon' squash them. Like, nah, we can't let them make it. Like, they don't respect us. You know how you do when you and your friend getting hype. And Jeremy was like, yeah, nah, my next couple moves, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna send everybody back to the drawing board. Like, yo, I'm about to get on my paint stuff and I'm gonna just, they gonna pack it up and go back to the drawing board. Me, I'm like, I don't even want them to have a drawing board. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't want them to have a drawing board. I don't want them to have a pencil. They ain't got no hands. <laughs> like, I don't want them to have nothing. And he was just kind of like, I mean, they can have a drawing board, bro. But I'm like, nah, they don't need to eat. You know, and like, I realized, like, I can spiral, bro. And like, I, th- I think of some wrath type of stuff. And I really had to like control and check myself on some like if you ain't did nothing to like my family and you ain't like stab me, then it really kind of like don't concern me because I would also fight other people's battles. And I was king for doing that and then realized. Yes, that's a big thing. With us. <laughs> I, I used to interject myself. Yeah. All times. It wouldn't even be about me. I'd be in the middle. Because we'd be bored and yeah. we'd be wanting. And we're aggressive. Yeah. Check people. It feels good. And they always like the people like. Katie, she's such like a butterfly. Mm-hmm. She's real calm. She's like an Aries Taurus cusp. Mm-hmm. That's how y'all know I've been dating white women because I know some shit like that. <laughs> but like white women did not originate astrology, but anyway. But y'all be on this like all y'all woke up and started figuring out what moon and sun y'all was. Oh then y'all all went to fucking hot topic and got rocks and candles and became <laughs> witches and so like now white women are witches and they've always been witches that's been a thing um i don't know where all that came from Mm. recently Mm. but like you know shout out to y'all for figuring out y'all's ancestors were witches or whatever (laughs) y'all had going on y'all were like i'm not claiming any no they were all like we were the witches they burned in salem like i seen that on ig and i was like that's kind of a hard bar but i don't think you were one of those but (laughs) like cool my but for the record because kitty she First of all, Kitty's like my number one like hater listener, bro. She always got something funny to say about how I talk and how I say the same word over and over again. I haven't noticed it yet, but I'll pick it up. Because I've been conscious of it right now because she'll listen. She loves you. She's trying to make you Nah, she just be trying to like, she just be trying to. So anyway, she's not a witch. You know, she ain't with none of that. You know, she just wants Starbucks, cake pops, you know, (laughs) pastel pinks and stuff like that, you know, and to raise our daughter. But uh, what was we even talking about? Anger. Anger. So, yeah, we jump because someone like her, you know, she might get into it with somebody at her job or like she had a gig and a bridezilla situation. And like she'd be telling me the story and I don't like how they be talking to her. And I just right. be like, well, y'all yeah, just roll up on them. Right. <laughs> you know, and she, let's chat. yeah, like, but that's just something that's funny. You say you're an Aries because that just be me like. With the smoke at all times. Yes. Uh, but that's that's comforting that we are not alone out yeah, here. No. And to be fair, like, if you mess with someone that I love, 
even if I haven't talked to that person in 10 years, you can still get to smoke. It's just that I'm, I don't let day-to-day things upset me anymore. I mean, I don't have the 10-year window. If you're the homie and I ain't spoke to you in a little minute, you're on your own, fam. Because 10 years, we won't know you no more. You yeah. might have done some fuck shit. <laughs> you know? So, nowadays... Yeah, for sure. I don't have a family, so, like... Mm. Well, like my own... You know, I got a mom and a brother. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went to your family house. That was a long time. Yeah, and you had... Yo, so Monica had... They, they took, like, family portraits, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I mean, but like, but like, they were big ass portraits. Yeah, they got them printed up so fucking big, and you could see all my arm hair and my fucking teeth were fucked up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, those are the pictures you need to post. (laughs) I will. Yes. Eventually. No, like tomorrow, because that's what that's what we want to see right there. Why was I even in your house? I don't remember. I'm surprised that you were judging by how I. Grew up, actually. I mean, that's just how killer do be. I be everywhere I ain't supposed to be. You know, I'm I'm how welcome everywhere. I don't know. I think you wasn't in like no, it's not Turtle Creek. It was a nice area. Yeah, I, I didn't know. They Wait, all... which house was it? I don't know. It was a castle. <laughs> so, and I remember because uh, you told me a story of how you would stop your family, whatever they were doing, and you would like sing and do like liturgical dancing numbers for them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I used to force them to watch me interpret a dance to hero. I remember that distinctly. Yeah, and you told me that. It's horrific, yeah. I mean, that's the shit we need to see. The early days. I would pay top dollar for you to do. My dad recorded everything. Yo. I have, my mom has boxes of family footage. Miss Monica Mom, please drop the footage <laughs> on the IG. I will pay top dollar for, for said <laughs> footage. Should, like get it all digitized. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all on those damn interpretive dancing because you don't dance at all now. I do sometimes, not on stage, but I do. But like I dance horizontally from time to time. Oh, horizontally! <laughs> <laughs> if yo, if you interpretive dancing horizontally, <laughs> that's kind of right up there with human centipede. I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a dangerous situation. Like, yo, this is going all left. <laughs> all right, so this is my question. I like to ask all my homies and friends. You're Lou Ridley. Mm-hmm. You're a singer. Yeah. What was that day? Like the literal day, that moment that you was just like, yo, I'm about to sing. I'm about to fuck these bitches up. I got the voice. They, I got the juice. Like I, I can do this. Like what was that day? It was when Kanye emailed me. This was a long time ago. This was back when, like, you could get to celebrities on the internet, because now you can't, but mm-hmm. this was over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had put out Save Me. Yes. And I sent it to Hip Hop Since 1978, who used to manage Kanye. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we need some background vocals, do 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 for something, something, something. And he was big at the time, but he wasn't as big as he is now. He and was. So, he was, but like he, I mean, he's bigger now. Like the For internet sure. has yeah. exacerbated everything is my point. Mm-hmm. So like I wasn't interfacing with him at the time, just them. And I had sent them the video. So they were like, we're going to connect you with this producer. 
and Trevor actually recorded all of the stuff I did. He still has it on a hard drive. Mm. This producer is doing a bunch of stuff for Kanye's new album. So if they like it, they'll use some of it. Well, mm. I at the time also didn't know that Kanye has an affinity for not crediting people. I'll never know if my voice is on. Like, mm. just a fantasy. But I did a bunch of stuff for that album. Mm. And I remember one day he emailed me and was like, yo, this shit sounds really good. Keep it up. P.S. Please don't share my email address with anyone. That's tight. And that's when I was like, okay. Take me back even. Take me back even before that, though. Like. Oh. Yeah. When That's when I wanted to do it professionally. But like. When did I want to do it? Yeah. Like, when was that day? Like, what did you eat that day and you woke up? You're asking the person with severe trauma and no memory. You remember your origin story, though. Like, everyone. Like, I can tell you the day I became killer. I didn't until college. That's the thing. Like, Mm. I wasn't allowed to sing in the house. Like, my dad, I asked him to buy me this, like, garage band kit so I could record myself. But even when I were, it was when, like, Esme something had come out, Justin Timberlake's, like, she was a protege. She had a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was like, I'm going to get big on YouTube. And so I would record myself, <laughs> but I still couldn't tell if it was good or not. Mm. And it wasn't until college that I sang in front of anyone. So I guess probably in college when I sang in front of my roommates and they were like, oh, you really have something here. Mm. And they were tearing up and they were getting so excited. And I was like, okay. Because it was save me, bro. That's that the joint. Save me, but yes. Look, that's as far back. I'm gonna put a link to save me. No, it's at 33,000 views on no, YouTube. Not. It, and the song is phenomenal, bro. Especially knowing your story. The lyrics are even like crazier now. I was listening to it this morning, like, damn, my girl was like really singing her heart out on this joint. I was. So you need to embrace it. Like, what? What's your beef with save me? Let's get to the it's bottom not of this. A beef with save me. I have, and I'm still working through it. I have a lot of shame for who I grew up as because it wasn't the best version of me and how I handled myself because I had all this trauma that I wasn't dealing with. Right. So like Mm -hmm. how I spoke about my exes ways, I handled lots of things, which we've spoken about Mm -hmm. like, so the shame is tied into anything that I did during that time in my life because it makes me feel like, Oh God, what did I do or say that I don't remember because I have these huge gaps in my memory And so anything from Monica Ashley, my brain has deleted. Mm. And so only when I talk to someone that I'm, that I, that knew. Real, real day ones. Real day ones. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, I was an insufferable little monster. And so I just, it's all tied together. That's my only beef. The song is beautiful and it was so adorable, but it's just, it's, it was such a, there was so much bad stuff happening to me during that time that like. Like, I feel like that movie should be like, I mean, that movie, that song should be like the climax scene of Transformers when they're like saving the woman, I mean, shit's like, blowing up. so talented. I hope they do put it on Transformers. I'm going to buy it and give it to you on your birthday. Do it. Where is it? Who who owns I it? His name started with an E, but I can't remember. E-Man. That's what it says. E-Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. E-Man, come up off, save me, man. You he ain't doing so nothing talented. with it. Oh. I won't save me. All right. So I forgot what my next question was. Okay. So that was your day. Cause I say, I like hearing the origin story of people mm-hmm. like that moment, something happened against the wall. Like I can remember the day I decided I was going to rebrand to 88 killer. Mm-hmm. I can remember the day I 
called myself Killer MC. And pretty much any monumental artistic day where I was like, I'm, I got the juice. Specifically, I mean, if we go into my backstory, it was like a talent show. Because uh, I used to like break dance and pop lock in high school. That was kind of like my little thing. We were dancing too. We were dancing oh, together. But like I was not like... I took dancing very seriously in high school. I'm going to need to see this when we're done. Yo, my mom has the tapes. Yo, I was so, like, committed. I had a backpack with speakers built into the backpack, and you could put your CD Walkman in the sleeve. So if anybody wanted beef, we could set up and battle right then and there. Like, <laughs> me and my mans, we went and got some cardboard. We set up shop outside Walmart one time, and we just, like, pop lock for like mad long in front of walmart because that's what hip-hop told you to do right and then you know i just was really skilled i needed to be the very best in my school so there was like a little talent show uh me and the homie we came up with like a little routine uh my other homie who kept he kind of like choreographed shout out my man og nick chandler he choreographed the whole like routine for us but he fucked my hair up he cut my hair like the day before the joint uh so i basically had to go like really low buzz cut bald bef- day before this good for the show. nah but you know you know i put a little bandana on i think i remember and we rocked that bitch like my man og he came choreographed it but like the crowd was like oh it was going crazy i'm not making this up shout out north crowley y'all know what i did out there in them, them halls <laughs> you know <laughs> My sister can vouch. I was the man. And like ever since, like that was the day I was like, yo, they check in for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like. I can't believe you gave it up. I'm so sorry. Nah, I still be kind of getting busy. I just don't, they don't ever play the joints for me to really get busy. I mean, like, don't threaten me with a good time because sometimes like Kitty be hating too. Like, but I really do need to battle somebody just to show y'all that like, it's not safe out here on the dance floor because I could still get busy. Then I became a rapper. I tell this story on stage all the time. Um, I was dating this girl. I can't say her name on the podcast. I say it at the show. So you have to come to the show, Mm -hmm. but she was like this little Puerto Rican girl. She was nice. Uh, I guess whatever equivalent of a middle school nice would be. She was nice, had hips, the whole nine for a middle schooler. No, this was high school. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, damn, we're gonna have to edit that. No, fuck, she ain't listening to this. But uh, so she was nice. We was kind of flirting. We dated for probably a class period. Mm-hmm. Then I go out into the hall. I see her kissing this other fool, and I'm like, yo. WTF, <laughs> you know, and so she was like, oh, well, you know, I mean, he on the basketball team, like, I mean, you know, sorry, <laughs> and they like skipped off in the hall, and I thought this dude was like so whack, like he was on the basketball team, I got cut from the basketball team, but because and he wasn't good. Like, I would play him in the neighborhood, and I'd beat him one-on-one, so the coach was, hey, there was this whole ordeal, right? So I'm tight. I'm going home. I'm talking to my homeboy. I'm like, yo, you shoot with him. Like, he weak. <laughs> like, I can beat that fool one-on-one. Like, man, this is weak. And he was like, yo, my brother got me this, like, recording software. And I'm like, bet. And what we would do at the time, Jackass and Tom Green was real popular. My man Kyle, his parents, they didn't care what we did. He had the internet and he had PlayStation in his room. Wow. 
And his parents sat downstairs, watched Fox News all day long. They didn't care what we was doing. So when you hear the stories of the parents downstairs, like, I had no idea my kid was building nuclear weapons. Like, that's kind of like Kyle's parents. So we'd be up there watching porn, watching (laughs) downloading music, playing Grand Theft Auto, like, just tripping. Anyway, so we would get on this little recording software, make stupid songs, make diss songs to other our friends. But like today, I'm mad. So I'm like, I make a little diss song to this fool. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't even say his name, but basically, I dissed him. Mm-hmm. We Kyle had the CD burner, which back in that time, you really had money if your parents could afford the CD yeah. burner. So we pressed up some CDs. <laughs> <laughs> we pressed them up, sent them out in the halls. Everybody was like, oh, shit, like you dissing, homeboy. Uh, 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 uh. Michelle, <laughs> say her name again. I mean, she don't, she don't, I mean, she ain't listen to this. Nah, never. Oh, well, there was like mad Michelle's at the high school. She'll figure it out. But uh, so anyway, she was like, uh, you know, I ain't really with Michael no more. You know, oh, damn. I said his name, too. Oh, well, Mike, I won't smoke, but uh, <laughs> still beef. So she was like, I ain't really with him no more. Eh, 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 eh. And I was just like, nah, I'm on now. Like, they kind of choosing, <laughs> you know, like the streets know I'm the man. Right. And I really use rap at the time to, like, talk shit to people. And I was a bully, you know, in high school. I was the oh, dude. Nah. Oh. Absolutely not. But like I was a dude, we would sit up on the halls and if you walk past us, like you getting flamed on. Like that's just what we did. I feel like you would still do that now. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like that's what we did. We had seven minutes and if you walk down here and you had that bullshit on (laughs) or you walked funny or you had a hunchback, like it was like, yo, straighten your back up. Like, it was like, yo, what's going on with your hair? What you got on? You know, uh, so, yeah, that's had nothing to do with nothing. So that's why I like to ask people about their origin story, because I want to see if anyone else had these type of moments. And yours sounds way cooler than mine. I didn't get messaged from anyone. Well, I thought you were referring to when I wanted to do it professionally. My other one wasn't as cool. I just sang for my roommates, and then they were like, you should try it professionally. I've only had one celebrity interaction online, and it was with one of the girls from Twerk Team. I don't know if you remember them, mm-hmm. but uh, it was kind of unfortunate because she had tweeted something like she had just got home from Walmart, and I was just like, I retweeted like, yo, filling my timeline up with bullshit. And immediately she was like, well, then unfollow me, motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> nah, I love you for real, though. <laughs> but uh, she, I got blocked. Hopefully, hopefully the twerk team, y'all still twerking. I don't know what y'all up to. Uh, <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I never talked to Kanye again. So, But, I mean, you still got his email. You should probably reach out to him. He kind of liking... the same email anymore. He kind of liking the white girls, like, with no, the bleach thing. No. What's the what's homegirl from the movie? Yo, y'all kind of got the same aesthetic, no. though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, what's her name? Julia Fox. Why? Okay, people on TikTok call me Julia Fox all the fucking time. I don't think we have the same. Yeah. I mean, I think she's great. I don't have a problem with her, but I don't. Nah, y'all do. Especially with the little weird stuff you be wearing sometimes. Don't she got the eyebrows? What's with the eye? I've been doing it. Nah, all y'all woke up and started doing that shit. Yeah. I've been doing it. Nah, I'm calling y'all out. Like, I mean, I'm saying I did it before Julia Fox did it, but I didn't invent it. It was in an Alameda song. Is that where it came from? 
that's where a lot of people. Who's? It went viral on TikTok. Mm. But I did it. What's the significance behind this? Fun. Well, I did it for fun. So my old boss, the gay guy, the amazing guy, mm-hmm. his boyfriend mm-hmm. does hair and he was doing my hair and he was like, let's bleach your eyebrows and try it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Cause it's his boyfriend. So I won't get fired for looking weird if his own boyfriend did it. <laughs> so he did it. And at the time I was like, not, I didn't have the balls. And I was like, I kind of look like weird. I kind of look like a freak. But over time I just, I like, for me, I kind of just like it because it makes me I mean, in my head, I'm like bucking against the male gaze a little bit. I don't think that that's like that's, has real validity. That's to not it. true at all. Right. Males are still looking at you. I know. I know. The male gaze. <laughs> the male gaze is still gazing. I'm saying. <laughs> like I okay. You know what? We as men here. Here, let me let me explain something to y'all. Okay. <laughs> we as men are hunters, right? Right. Like. That's what we do. Yes. In order to progress the population, we scan the landscape looking for something to mate with. We can tell, like, there may be heat. Just because you wear, like, sweats, baggy clothes, you dye your eyebrows, we can look through that and be like, there's some some heat still there. Mm-hmm. So whenever y'all try to go through the phase of, like, I'm going to be a tomboy, we be like, we still see the ass, though. Like, <laughs> we, we, I know that. I just think that I, I was, I'm in a phase of rejecting traditional beauty. And I think a lot of other people are in that phase at the same time. I'm not, like, at the forefront of it or anything. I'm just saying, like... I started to get more comfortable in my skin and I like to wear things that are a little, it's not so much about my TNA as it is about other things. And then sometimes it's completely about but like, my TNA. I just want y'all to understand that like, that's not curving the male gaze. Like we not right. tripping. Nothing can. Yeah. Like y'all are, we things. still know the baddies. Like right. <laughs> that, yeah, that can I, be. I if anything, it's, it's made me more attractive. Exactly. Somehow. Like, but. For instance, I've always liked peculiar shapes mm-hmm. on women. Okay. Uh, What's like, peculiar to you? Like super strong jaw bones. Okay. Uh, like super pronounced collarbones. Okay. Uh, noses. Um, like when women have noses. But like big noses. <laughs> like you used to have like a I really big nose. Nose. You know? you had You had a big nose. I've had the same nose. It Is doesn't it look as big as it used to. Okay, well, I have had no work done to my face. Uh, I don't care. My nose. So, my nose. I get I get Botox and shit, but like I've never gotten my nose done. It looked bigger back in the day. Thank you. I think it's the eyebrows. Mm, They cleared space up. It cleared up the space. But see, yeah, I like the noses, Mm -hmm. really strong, like, jaw bones. Like, I mean, like, you can cut something with those joints. Like, I'm with it. Mm -hmm. Uh... If you kind of skinny, you know, not really the malnourished kind of skinny, but like, eh, you know, cool. And then if you really just kind of got to be like real dainty for me, like I like a real dainty, quiet, bitchy woman. Okay. That's that is a weird. That is weird because if you get on if you get on the gram, they all go get the Dr. Miami BBL joint. I'll say they. Who's they? Because I'm a woman. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you know who they are. <laughs> them. Them. They that's all like go. A, yeah, I see what you're saying. But like. Like to me, that's the the generic like yeah. IG baddie 
starter well, that's kit. phasing out anyway. I think, you know, obviously the Kardashians set body dysmorphia trends. Quit so blaming them. They, they ain't do have, nothing. They have a lot to do with what is cool in pop culture, and you know that they do. I'm All. not blaming them. We are autonomous beings. We can make our own choices. Exactly. But the Kardashians also are incredibly influential, and that's not a bad thing. No. And right now, they're all getting their BBLs reduced, and they're all losing weight. I mean, it's kind of swag, though. Oh, if, I sure it's so sad. Like, if everyone, like, if I just woke up and I'm like, yo, I'm about to get the BBL, all y'all did it, and then I'm just like, yo, I'm about well, to delete that I shit. Mean, that's my thing with a lot of, like, that kind of plastic surgeries, even with, like, breast augmentation, you have to go back and get it done over and over. You don't just get it once and then you're good to go. So, like, my whole thing when I was telling my friends to wait on the BBL is, like, what happens when it's not trending anymore and you don't have the financial means to go? <laughs> You just Move stuck. You just stuck looking like an ant. <laughs> you know? I'm not, I'm not, I do not subscribe to this. You just stuck looking like an ant. You know, and okay, if the Kardashians came out and was like, "Yeah, bitches, we went under the knife. So what? Would y'all like ease up on them?" Because my beef with them is they be trying to pretend like they don't be under the knife. I don't think they pretend. I think that they don't talk about being under the knife mm. because they don't have to. It's not really like, I know that there's this pressure to disclose everything you get done if you are influential. Mm-hmm. In Western culture, you're supposed to be like, well, I get this done and this done and this done and this and this. But like, if you have two eyes, you mm-hmm. know that her butt looked one way and then a month later it looks another way. But see, I think there's a balance there. This is how and dumb. We can't blame the Kardashians for everything. This is how dumb men are, mm-hmm. i.e., me. Okay, I'm ready. Like, unless you look crazy, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> she's straight, <laughs> you know? And then my chick can spot a mile away, like, up, oh, she got her cheeks done. I'd be like, oh, I just touched. <laughs> well, because we're always so hypercritical of ourselves. But that's weird. Like, I just want y'all to relax. Um, well, some of us are relaxed, but, you know, I mean, this goes back to how you guys are hunters. We're, we're by this storyline, we're in the village. <laughs> we're in the village, and we're all looking at each other like, girl, who's going to fuck the leader of the hunters? And so we are competing with each other to try and get the best sperm. <laughs> but... We can make sperm until we're a hundred. There's plenty no, 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 of sperm to go around. It's, it's better, like <laughs> if you get. <laughs> I want the first nut. I don't want the fifteen. <laughs> it might be dusty. <laughs> nah, shout out my dad. Still out there oh pumping God. out kids. <laughs> you know, uh, we don't know what he got going on. But like, so the leader, there's enough of him to go around, and I know there is. We but... don't be tripping. I know I say this to my friends all the time because I used to want to get my nose done and get different things done but to be honest all of it came from wanting men to be to validate me and now I don't really have that issue so I tell my friends all the time like whatever your breasts look like I promise your partner likes them like Straight it really up. isn't like there are these unrealistic beauty standards, but the only other people that are looking at them are women who are not secure in themselves. Therefore they're competing with you mm. men and even other people. They don't actually care. like, I've never looked at a woman's body and been like, ew, she has this or she has that. I don't, we are like part of our beauty is just that we wake up and we look however we look and it's sexy and straight things. up. Cause I've told my, my partner, that if she went and got breasts, like, 
bigger than what they are, she would look kind of crazy to me. Like, I'm also just a supporter of small A cups and B cups. Like, that's just been my You're thing. Just putting all her business out there. Right. I mean, first yeah. of all, y'all ain't fucking with her on our worst day, no way. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, y'all bitches could never. But, <laughs> like, so, yeah, you know, even in sweatpants, I'd be giving her a hard time for the sweatpants. But, like, sometimes the sweatpants, about midnight, shit gets lit. You know, I'd be like, yo, you looking all right in those. And thanks to me just discovering Lululemon, uh, Fabletics, they do wonderful for the woman's lower shape in those leggings. You know, we probably might have a kid coming on the way. We don't. But if she keep if she keep wearing them joints and skims, I mean, shout out Kim Kardashian, bro. They fit better than anything I've ever seen. And if we have to if they have to get BBO reductions but we get skims as a, I feel like it's a fair trade off. Yeah, it's a trade. You, you know. So <laughs> so you wear skims. Do, I wear skims? Yeah, do you wear? When it is gifted to me. I mm. get not like skims, but like mm. sometimes some of my friends will be like like my girl the other day bought me a pair of the skims boxers and I was like, "Ooh," and then I tried on she has a lot of money, so I tried on all the skims that she bought for herself and I was like, "This really squeezes some areas." Yeah, that's that's your new branding right there. Skims. Skim Ridley. Skim. <laughs> <laughs> Become a skim ambassador or something. <laughs> I'm still gunning for Savage Fenty, so. Nah, you got to go to Skims route. You too. You over there. Where am I? Like, you over there to the what left. Like, what is, what is the Fenty ones, they be... Nah, this is gonna get me tight because I'm not a pro. I'm like not a Rihanna stand, so let me just stay out of trouble here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, how can you not like Rihanna? It's not that I don't like her, but it's Queen B at all times. You Are know, they enemies or something? No, Does but like no, absolutely not. You're what do you mean? Perpetuating the competition between women. No, I'm not. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Am I really it's, though? Yes, Beyonce and Rihanna are they don't it's not a comparison thing we shouldn't be comparing the few women that make it to that i'm not comparing them because there's no you can't compare anyone to beyonce first and foremost okay secondly if beyonce did the collab or reach out we know there's smoke Mm -hmm. because beyonce embraces who she embraces and we'd be like okay that's cool and they be you know they they know each other, mm-hmm. but it ain't been nothing. They ain't even did a shoot together, nothing. Yeah. So we know Beyonce don't fuck with you, fam. Right. Okay. We trying to figure out what's going on over there. Yeah. So until Beyonce, like you know, tell us it's cool. The hive, we just kind of we chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Navy, y'all doing y'all thing, but like we gonna see what this Super Bowl looking like, and I can tell you whose performance is not gonna be better than. But like you know, so the Rihanna slander is unnecessary. I mean, it's not slander. You know, we just. I mean, how long is she gonna perform for? Like seven minutes, but uh, seven minutes. I'm just playing. She has hits. I'm sure. And it has nothing to do with. It doesn't take away from Beyonce's hits to say that Rihanna has hits. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure she does. But you know, yeah, I'm sure she does. Women. I'm not comparing. No, false. We compare. We compare rappers. We compare. We why not? That's what Everybody. we do as humans. Right, but we shouldn't. We should let people exist, and if we don't like them, we just don't listen no. to music. Okay. We need to get rid of this notion that we are not better than some people. We are better than certain people. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people I who do not exactly, and yes, I should walk around like, and then there's Jay Z who's better than me, yes. you know, and that's Same cool. Like that. 
I can keep any. You don't don't make that. <laughs> I'm not making any face. It's so fucking good. I mean, Jay Z carried him on his own album, but <laughs> you uh, know, Jay Z's back hurts. From carrying that album because it's Hove. You know, it's hard to fuck up when Hove is on 11 of 12 songs. And I better quit because Jay Electronica punched me in the face. He'll get a Ross after you. Who? Oh, yeah, he be hanging out with them. But, you know, I'm Aries. Big Aries shit. We out here. <laughs> we ain't scared. A lizard who's going to walk in here and smash the microphones. <laughs> Yo, there is like some like weird secret society and some shit like there here in Dallas. But like in Dallas, I've been hearing about it. But that's another topic. Child sex ring? Nah, nah, nah. It's like some like real like secret society. They're like movers and shakers and they have like codes and some of the buildings are named and like they're like symbols to people in this cult and society. They meet up. Mm. Masons? Not, but they're kind of familiar with them. Like they kick it with them. Yeah, I mean. But like, uh, what's the place called? Communication that we're not. Damn, what's the three links and another spot? Like, they're all tied into these group of people. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to bring a girl, my homegirl here. She put me on game, and, like, they meet. And, like, they're, like, the people that are, like, really pulling strings with, like, stuff going on. Gavin? Nah, not him. It's, like, another, Quit. first of all, quit indicting people. <laughs> but, uh, yo, Callie is out of control this episode. But, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna bring her up here because she can explain it better than me. But like, yo, it's like it's lit. It's but crazy. If you think about it. I mean, the I mean, the elite are they're in control of everything. So it's not really that like rich people don't want to mingle with us. The one percent has no interest in like communicating at our level or mingling. They just want to sell us stuff, and they do. But success. Killer has always been able to get into rooms that he had no business in, mm -hmm. like your house. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to get in there, figure out what's going on, get you some skims, and then, like. <laughs> All right, real quick. So, before we get out of here, you know, you're real passionate about, like, women's rights, women's voices, uh, equal rights for all. You're really, you, like, really leaned into politics, like, crazy within like the last year or two just a regular amount i'd say i mean you were way more political now than i've ever remembered you being which isn't a problem because i was yeah but like i say all that to say like do you feel like you may naturally progress into running for office do you feel like compelled to yes. be <laughs> yeah i want to run for governor where tennessee why tennessee why not south lake First of all, South Lake doesn't have a governor. They got something over there you could be a society. Yeah. You could be, yeah. you could be the mayor of South Lake. <laughs> not, not they got the a mayor. they got the mayor over there. No, I want to be governor of Tennessee because Tennessee really needs um really needs help politically. They're like they're way they're worse off than Texas in terms of like Christian nationalism and Tennessee's like the testing ground of they try to see how insane a bill you can get away with in Tennessee <laughs> and then they like then put it out to the it's a it's a real thing mm. like they're trying to make gay marriage illegal they're they they're making drag shows illegal they're making trans health care illegal um they're doing everything they can so don't you gotta live there for like five years ten years or you something? have to do something like that but mm -hmm. i mean 
I, you know, I, I have friends who are politicians now and it just really seems like, and I don't mean this toward my friends, but I mean this toward having some insider information about what it takes to be in politics. And you can really, obviously, as we know, be a fucking idiot. So I'm sure I can figure it out. Um, but if I keep speaking about it, then yeah, I feel like I have more people who are willing to support me. All right. So like you have all these political stances mm-hmm. and you're a musician, mm-hmm. like you sing so much about like heartbreak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are we going to get political Lou Ridley joints? It. Have you heard bless your heart? Yeah. 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 Worry about who's kissing who and what they say in the Bible. Yeah. I like how you say Bible in that song. It cracks me up. Bible. <laughs> how yeah. do you say Bible? I mean, I say it normal, but like, what's the, what? <laughs> But when you're when you're in that song, you're like Bible, like I, yeah, that part, like that's just I don't know, I like that part. Thanks. And then you know the rest of us say Bible normally, like. Well, I'm singing it, so I know it's gonna be different. But I just like that part. Thanks. Let me be a fan for a second, you know, right, run thanks. unretweet something. Oh my god! Let Jenny find out. Jenny, bitch ass. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she. Oh shit, we 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 destroyed. All right, so we're gonna get out of here soon. Um, is there anything? Oh wait, I didn't ask my famous question. This is I ask everybody here. There's a young girl in South Lake who wants to be a singer. Mm-hmm. She comes from your same background, relatively. Mm-hmm. And you, Blue Verify Check, Lou Ridley, you somehow at the Sprouts in South Lake. And she's just like, yo, I look up to you. Like, what would you tell this little girl? She's from South Lake? Yeah, she's like, legit, you're looking at yourself 30 years ago. And so she's me? Yeah. But she, her. Yeah. Um, know what you're signing up for. What does that mean? How's that going to help that little girl? <laughs> Like, that is the truth. Like, the deeper I get into music, mm -hmm. the deeper I get into all of it, the way social media works, the way politics work, how in bed everything is, like, know what you're signing up for. Know what you're signing up for because I feel like the deeper I go, the more I'm like, you really do sacrifice normalcy once you get past a certain point and the intention in order to have the influence necessary to run for governor or help change the world is to have that influence you kind of sacrifice mm. life at some point i think and also it's just like a really it's a it's not a it's a very toxic environment music and politics would you do it again yeah <laughs> i'm an aries i'm trying to fight all right so <laughs> i'm trying to fight that's <laughs> that's somebody fight me have you ever been in a physical fight with a woman or a man both Yes. Did you win? <laughs> there wasn't a win. There was a... <laughs> yes, it is. a weapon, and then everybody... Then the fight was done. What kind, I guess I won. What kind of weapon did you pull out? Both times a kitchen knife. Oh, that's, well, that's interesting. Well... So you fought the woman with the kitchen knife? No, men. Men. Well, okay, the odds are a little uneven there. So then tell me about the woman fight. I, didn't, I haven't been in a fight with a woman. So you've never been punched in the face? No. Yo, 
Kitty. This is me in an argument with Kitty. I believe every human on the planet should be punched in the face at least once. I feel like I would have been a better person faster if any <laughs> one of the women that came across me and my ignorance would have just clocked me. Mm. But the universe protected me and I learned on in my own way. Okay, this is my last idiot I'm question. Sure, I'm sure some Republican will try to knock me out at something. Nah, they don't. They pussy. They'll never like really do anything they do sneaky stuff they do like they take funding from something yeah. they don't like <laughs> so <sneaky. laughs> yeah but like you know they, they don't like fight but uh Proud boys are they be doing something just be on the internet talking i know they only pick on the ones that can't defend themselves all the all the like really bad stuff that i get on my tiktok from like super far right because i'm not i don't mind republicans i mind like the far right and honestly the far left sometimes but like they're always attacked, attached. Like if you go look, it's like, it's like a bot. They're never like, mm -hmm. they never say anything with their chest. Yeah. They're literally like, I hope you die in a fire and then your skin melts off and Trump <laughs> gets to eat it. But then it's like, <laughs> it's yeah. just a picture of a cat. With yeah, videos. for and sure. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, cause I get the, the Nazi apologist people cause I'm 88 killer mm -hmm. and 88 is... Hail Hitler, it's the H letter. H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. So 88 is like their number. Oh. And then me saying Killa behind it is like oh. I'm 88 Killa. And so I've getting every once in a while when like something goes down and like black people are like defending themselves online. Like, mm -hmm. and then, you know, white people have to be like, no, but you're black. You shouldn't do that. Oh. Like I get a message being like, what's up with that 88 killer? Like, you know, I'm the Aryan brotherhood. And I just be like, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and I drive like a German car yes. and I've tarnished the white bloodline by making a mixed race baby. So I'm just like with all of it, you know what I'm saying? So all my proud boys and Nazi apologist listeners out there, you know, come find me, holler at me. Well, come find me because I don't have a child. They ain't gonna do nothing to me. You don't have a family now. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But like, the white lady fight your fights. <laughs> nah, I'm, I mean, they said y'all the reason why we in this predicament because y'all voted for Trump. I did not. Nah, vote for Trump. they said white women, sixty percent of white women voted for Trump, and then y'all went and had the white women rally, and y'all put pussies on your hats and went out there and said <laughs> y'all were nasty women, and then y'all went and voted for that fool. That's what they That's be saying. What I did, but I understand. Yeah, so they say y'all can be the ops. <laughs> A lot of us are the ops. I've been the op in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, I definitely appreciate you out there uh, sticking your neck out for the people that don't have a voice. Uh, you don't have to. and uh, It can get dangerous for you. But you're in spaces that we aren't in. So thanks for doing that. For real, for real. Um, I, I made a pack with myself that I'm not going to engage in any of those anymore because I'm black every day is a protest right <laughs> like you know so I appreciate those that do um for sure you know we appreciate y'all and y'all catch a lot of heat because y'all never say the right stuff sometime y'all say the wrong stuff sometime y'all learning so as long as we learning and we working together we appreciate y'all you know um continue to help change people's minds one at a time I gotta do tell you I keep saying it's my last one, but I have to tell all of my friends in the flesh when I was the most proud of them when they come on the podcast. Oh God. <laughs> um, so it was actually recently uh, when you were at the Deep Ellum Art Co. and you were singing on stage. Mm -hmm. And I remember being really, really proud of you because your musical journey 
hasn't been like easy as you've wanted it to be per se like i've been on that i don't even know the inner depths of like your journey but i know you've had a lot of ups and downs roadblocks you've had weirdo producers you had weirdo lawyers you had weirdo stuff and like you you moved you left and then you came back and you did this show and there were people there and you know like you sang and you were unapologetically you at this event and like people were hanging on your very word and it was just like you were in your element when I'm just like yo my girl stuck to it (laughs) you know like my girl's really out here you you ain't you've never done like weird corny shit you've never done the tiktok dances or the super like hypersexual things to get attention you've always relatively stay true you know like and so i'm just like i was sitting in the back watching that just being like yo my girl really stuck to it man she really did it like people are here at deep ella marco they've paid money you had a ticket link i had to buy a ticket you know and I'm, i was definitely gonna do that but like it was just a really proud moment for me just seeing you like still do that because we're older now the industry tells us we're too old to still do it you know especially you're a woman so they're like you're even older you're like (laughs) you're like elderly according to the industry standards so for you to be up there with like a guitar and your voice and you sound like the record you look like your pictures (laughs) you know Like people were excited. You had people you had. I remember you were even surprised that you had like real fans show up. It's crazy. And like that was watching off my game that night. Nah, but like watching you navigate the room and people being so excited and them getting that energy transfer of like you inspiring them. And I'm just like, yo, my girl's really out here right now. (laughs) Like, so I'm really proud of you. And I want that on wax so you can listen to that forever in the event. Anything ever happens to me and I'm no longer here. But like, yeah, so we love you. I love you. And I want you to continue to succeed. I want you to continue to sing, take care of your voice. (laughs) You know, that's a beautiful voice you have there. Real strong voice from such a tiny person. (laughs) You know, uh, if I saw you at Trader Joe's, I would never think you'd be able to sing Bible the way you sing it. Uh, Continue to make music videos at the level of your doing like they're really cinematic there's a whole set crew and there's hair and makeup like you're really doing it you know so i really appreciate it i'm really proud of you this is me giving you a hug and on that note this has been another episode of keeping it cool with killer i like to leave y'all with make sure you know you continue to hug your mom your dad Tell your cousin. Last week, I told you to tell your cousin if he rapped that it was good or maybe give him some pointers if it was a bad song. But if you have a cousin that sings, you know, she been trying to sing in the family, hold it down. She be singing at church. She sing at the funerals and stuff. You know, really encourage her, too, because she needs encouragement. Also, try to maybe work out a situation because we all got a cousin that produce. So get him to make the beat. Get your cousin to rap. Get her on the vocals. And let's make it a family affair. You know what I'm saying? Go over there. If your dad need help in the yard, you know, how your dad cut the yard, you edge it up, you know, do some teamwork, get some bonding there for sure. Swing over by your old high school, tell the kids they need to stay off drugs. If you can do that, you know, make sure the kids need to see people that came from their high school doing successful and they need to be excited and motivated. Go to career day. 
if you black and you get summons for jury duty, go do that because they always putting our brothers on trial and then we ain't got no representation in the jury because we too cool to show up and then we be mad that like they peers put them in jail. So yeah, if they get the jury summons, you go down there. We don't watch mad episodes of First 48 and Law and Order. We real hip to the judicial system. So go in there and help your brother out. If the brother ain't do no weird, like some crazy shit, you know, if he out there murdering and raping people, like you got to go to jail, fam. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, so do your jury duty if you get summons because we need y'all to show up. You know, they locking our brothers up. I got a homie facing life right now. Uh, so we going to hold him up, put him in prayer. He's been fighting for it for a long time. Hold your head. Hopefully you come out on the other side. And if not, we're going to hold you down. But, yeah, we definitely need some of us on these juries to kind of help us hold us down out there. And again, as we get older out here, uh, you know, stay true. You're really too old to be doing weird shit at this point. If you're over 30, if you're over 35, 40, you know, it's time to calm down just a little bit. Don't do nothing that, you know, your, your kids going to be embarrassed about. You know, you just got to keep it G. Uh, drop a comment. I'm probably not going to read it because I don't know where y'all comments is going to be. Um, unless you hit me on the gram. Um, I'll show you this app I use. It'll help. I don't be caring. You know, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you know, drop a comment. Definitely like subscribe. I got a notification that uh, I'm supposed to be able to do ads and stuff. So let me know how y'all want the ads to work on the podcast. Do you? Because I need to get paid for sure. And if y'all want it at the beginning, we need to take a break. We need to do it at the end. Let me know so we can monetize this thing and we can get bread. And uh, continue to support Callie and whatever she got going on. Support me and whatever I got going on. I got a show going on February 26th in Fort Worth. Please come out. It's going to be a grand old time. Listen to my new little song with my girl Collie Flower. We got a song we on our jaw rule. Ashanti Vibes, Passenger Seat, my Dallas Bavarian homies, all my BMW homies, y'all like y'all vibe, y'all vibing with the joint. So I really appreciate y'all. And we out. This has been another episode of Keeping It Cool with Killer.